Kia ora, I'm Georgia. I'm Catherine. And I'm Molly. And you're listening to... Pimpod! Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode. How are you Georgia and Marley? Good, thanks, yeah. How are you Catherine? Good, it's um, 7am where I am in oh. UK time. Gosh. <laughs> but I've already been up for about five hours with the children. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, have they not, not adjusted too well? <gasps> um, well, we... Oh. Just to go back to the start of the trip. Yeah. When we got um, when we got to Perth Airport to board the flight, firstly it was such a faff. It took it was an hour at the check-in desk because I had an emergency passport. So oh. I had to call like the consulates in the two different countries to confirm I was allowed to board the plane. And this was this was at like nine PM at night, so we'd had to keep the boys up. Oh my and, gosh. And 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 Matt took Hugh to the loo to get him to um, sort him out. And I was with Hector. And we, yeah, we were like an hour at the check-in desk. And I gave him a snack to keep him quiet, basically, whilst they sorted it. And then I just saw him start, like, gagging on it. And I thought, oh, no, honestly, not now. Because he has such a sensitive gag reflex. Like, he vomits at the drop of a hat. And he did. He just spewed everywhere like a massive because it was all his dinner and a bottle and but what was so gross was you know they've got those like plastic screens up on all the check-in desks and stuff so he just I was holding him he just spewed it and then just like shot back in our faces (laughs) no way (laughs) and and um, because we were, it was the only flight leaving, it was a full Emirates flight. There must have been like a hundred people waiting behind us, and you just heard everyone go, "Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God, thinking, like, please don't let yeah. him be on our flight. Or like, please don't let yeah. me be sitting next to him." That <laughs> oh like projectile bomber. Oh, and no. I stupidly, I'd only packed two spare sets of clothes per person for the flight. So I was like, oh, my God, we haven't even bloody left the airport and I'm already through the first set for me and Hector. What have, oh. I, what have I done? And then I also had a bag of vom-covered clothes to carry for 25 hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a start think to the this trip. Is not ideal whatsoever. Um, but, yeah, we got on the plane. Neither of them had a big sleep on the plane, which was surprising considering the time. But... They both just kind of catnapped on and off. Did you um, get to sleep? No. No. Well, I, actually, my Fitbit told me I got an hour and a half over the oh um, God. over like a thirty-hour period. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I tried to watch something, but you just you just can't because they needed they were doing maybe an hour sleep. Well, Hector's doing like an hour sleep and then awake for three or four hours and then an hour sleep and he only did that twice i have no idea how he survived like oh my goodness yeah he's gonna be great at pulling all-nighters <laughs> in the future <laughs> um, so yeah so that was the flight wouldn't recommend but yeah. you have to do it <laughs> yeah and worth it once you got there i'm sure 
oh my gosh it was so nice when we came out of the um when we were like walking into the arrivals and my parents were both standing there um it was just so lovely and the boys took to them straight away it was so oh so lovely and they've just they've met so many people because my mum and dad live on the same road as um, two of my aunties and their families, like my aunties and uncles and cousins, um, oh, which is so nice. So... Yeah. So they've just had, and my brother and sister both flew over from England cool. to, to meet them, um, and my sister's boyfriend. So we've had, oh, it's just been, it's it's been amazing. It's been such a full house. But I feel like they've seen like at least 10 people every day. Um oh. Oh, that's and so it definitely special is for you guys. So special. Um, it is like um, like three years worth of love for the both yeah. of them. It's just been like yeah. condensed into ten days that were with my parents. So they they're feeling very very loved and spoiled, mm. uh, which is so lovely. And they've just taken to everyone perfectly. Like especially my sister, they um, they're constantly like, "Mum, leave us alone. We're playing with Auntie Sarah." So, oh, oh my gosh! Which is How so great. Sweet. Is it like the first time you and Matt are having a break in three years? Oh uh, yeah, we went for the other day. We just went for a coffee, just the two of us, and oh. we went and did like a bit of shopping, which oh. you never get a babysitter for doing those things. So it's yeah. really nice yeah. to be able to do that. And we've been out for dinner with um, other people. It's just, and we went to a wedding. And amazing, my and mum and sister incredible. came to the wedding with us. Oh, the bride looked incredible, she looked <laughs> so good. Yeah, it was nice. My, yeah, my mum and sister came and looked after the boys the whole weekend. Um, whilst I went to my best friend's wedding, which was oh. so special to be there. And the boys walked down the aisle, which was so oh, nice. It's yeah. so nice. I know, what a I lovely time. Yeah, it's oh, it's been so nice. It's like the past three years kind of never happened, and yeah, yeah they're just absolutely loving it. Sleep is the only downside because of jet lag. I wouldn't say any of us are really having decent sleep, but yeah, I think we're just running on adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Are they like are they napping during the day? So they both the who who doesn't nap has gone back to. If we're in the car, he'll fall asleep every time. And Hector will yeah. just fall asleep whenever we're in the car. So, And we live quite rurally. Like my parents live quite rurally. So we're in the car all the time and they fall asleep all the time. Yeah. I think we'll just, we're just going with it. They're both yeah. sleeping with us in bed. So it's pretty cozy. And yeah. we'll just have to sort it out when we get back. Yeah. yeah. And you will. It'll all work out. There's no point worrying about it now, is it? Ah, oh, like no not at all there's yeah there's no point it would just be too hard to try and do anything about it so we'll just yeah. we'll just see it out and when we get back deal with the consequences yeah mm. yeah. Oh, yeah i'm so pleased that yeah, you guys it's... have had a great time we're having a great oh, time oh yeah it's, yeah it's been yeah it's been so lovely just seeing everyone and them getting to know the boys properly we've definitely yeah. had yeah. like it's good that they get the highs and the lows as well, because obviously it's quite overwhelming oh, for Hugh. Yeah. Um, so obviously there's been a few moments where he's just found it all a bit much. But it's, I think it's just really nice for them to see, you know, his likes and dislikes and how how he does yeah. react in certain situations, because they don't they just get like a glimpse on FaceTime, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah, and probably um, if he acts up, you think, oh, I'll, I'll call you back later, or yeah, um, yeah, totally. So they haven't seen the full-blown three-year-old tantrums, and they've they've had the joys of experiencing that. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky, Which has been fun. <laughs> Lucky them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so so good. I have to say, though, guys, I don't like the British weather. I forgot how shocking it is. Oh really? Is oh yeah. Compared to Perth, yeah, true. Compared to Perth, definitely. So but even terrible. compared to Christchurch, definitely. Mm. Oh wow! I think it's rained every day since we've been here, and it is May. Oh. Oh wow! Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, like they should be should be heading into summer soon, and which is hard <laughs> with two very outdoorsy boys. So they've just been in welly boots and puddle jumping yeah. the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a part of it, isn't it? Oh, d- yeah, totally. Yeah, tell me about you guys, Marley. You've had a pretty rough week, haven't you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. We um, well, actually, it was just a lovely present on Mother's Day um to Layla, just like spewing everywhere a couple of times, and we oh. just thought nothing of it well actually I was like oh that's so weird maybe it was all through her car seat and stuff and we thought maybe she's just woken up from asleep in the car with a funny tummy and then the next day um (laughs) Mila she called me into her room and said mom I feel a little bit sick can you lay a towel on my bed for me so I just did and then like an hour and a half she's so mature yeah Yeah. I'm not even kidding. An hour and a half later, she wakes up crying and she's like to me, I'm going to spew. And she like spewed all over the towel. And then it was every 20 minutes. And then about two o'clock, I went in to see Layla and I picked her up and like, it was a so much, she projectile vomited all over me, all over her. And then at the same time, um, Mila was calling out crying because she had spewed all through her bed again. And oh I was my just gosh, like, no. I was like, oh my this god. This is everyone's like, worst case scenario, isn't it, oh as a god. parent? It was an actual nightmare. And you don't like, have I a bathroom, like, right? No. Okay, so we don't have a bathroom because we're renovating <laughs> so our bathroom. Bad. So I was like baby wipes and I had like, it was just like, honestly, it was like from a horror show. And then oh. Zane woke up woke up on Tuesday morning and started vomiting as well. So there were all three of them vomiting, one toilet at our house. Um, and then we had to leave our house because actually we had the plumbers coming in to take out the toilet and put a new one in that day. So I was like... <laughs> what are the chances that the only time you guys all got a vomiting bug is the same week your bathroom's oh, being done? I know. It was just so bad. But I mean... <laughs> I laugh about it now because I'm like, if I don't laugh, I'll cry. I would have cried. So yeah, (laughs) yeah. But everyone's like fine now, which is good. I mean, I didn't vomit, but I definitely had like every single other felt like hot and cold and clammy and cramped stomach and everything. So I felt a bit dodgy today. You know, you just want to be sick and almost get it out. Yeah, get it over and done with. Yeah. Oh, that's so... And I think it's the smell. It's so acidic. Mm, It takes forever to get rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so gross. 
so gross. Oh but my. I mean, <laughs> we're on the mend now, <laughs> and I don't want this to happen for a very long time again. Please, yeah. please, Thank you. please. Yeah, you've had your fill with COVID and this. Just oh. honesty. I was like to my boss, I'm so sorry because I have not worked more than two full weeks before having to take time off because of my kids being sick. So, um, yeah. It's just the way that it is, though, isn't it? It really is. Um, I just can't get over how considerate Mila is to actually vomit on the towel. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like even as an adult, I wouldn't think of that. I don't know. She's really good. She would just tell me when she was going to be sick and we'd get the bucket and she'd vomit into the bucket. And um, But she got to the point where she was getting a bit frightened to vomit. Like she was a bit Aww. scared of doing it. And Yeah. Because it but, feels um, yuck, doesn't it? Especially yeah, if you've been, yeah. been sick for a while. Yeah, oh, but it was great. Yeah. She let me know like an hour and a half in advance and I was like, you're just being silly because, you know. But um, nope. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how are things with you, Georgia? Good. Yep. Um, we've had a pretty quiet week, really. Like, still, I went out for dinner during the week with my mum and my sister. And we, I mean, it wasn't a late night. We got home just before 10, but I was written off the next day. I think just still mm. feeling uh, the effects of COVID, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just taking it slowly, really. Um, Harry got yeah. a haircut and he looks so big. It was like his first Aww. haircut that they used the clippers on him. Oh, he he's he's two. Um, yeah, soon and like in a few days. And I feel like I just really feel like I now have a two-year-old. I don't know Aww. how I feel about it. <laughs> That's such a big step, clippers, isn't it? it? Yeah, it is. It really is. He looks cute but he looks really grown up you know it's yeah. just oh, yeah, like cuddle really the wee blonde tips off and um oh. but yes I actually we're heading away we've got Tomo's sister's 21st this weekend in Wellington of course so you are you're always yeah, away I know back <laughs> on the plane we really contemplated leaving the kids behind uh, my parents said they could look after them and we really really seriously thought about it but it's a nice family family time. Um, yeah. It's only for a night, so it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and oh, nice. I also signed up to a gym today because. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I found this gym in, near where I live that has a daycare attached to it. <gasps> Amazing. Or like, oh my gosh. like a kids area that's part yeah. of your membership. There's like a session in the morning and a session in the afternoon at like. The afternoon ones are like 3.30 and I'm like, perfect. Mm. That's when the kids are starting to become awful. They can be someone yes. else's problem and I can... <laughs> oh my God, totally. You have to book the kids in because there's only so many spots. But they yeah. said they were like, um, we just, you know, if you have got the kids there, we ask that you are like at the gym, mm. not going and getting oh, a coffee ask, across like, the road. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they Sneak were like... out the side door. Yeah, they were like, sometimes we have mums come in and put the kids in and they just have a shower. So they mm. don't even work out. They just, like, have a shower, wash their hair, shave their legs. Amazing. Just have a little bit of time to themselves. I was like, oh, this sounds great. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So really great. good. So I feel like now I will want to go <laughs> because it means the kids yeah. will be entertained and playing and yeah. I'll get to do a workout. 
cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to rush back into it. It's great to get Flo used to like a daycare type setting. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It just felt very, very family friendly. And like the lady that owned it, she uh, has two kids and they were there and Harry just like played with them straight away. And um, Cool. Yeah. So that was, I'm, I'm really excited. I feel motivated. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. going to be super buff in about six months. Just in time for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Definitely not buff. I'll probably spend every time they're going and having a shower by myself, but, you know. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'd be doing that. <laughs> a really long one. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's really cool. Yeah. So we should probably I've... get into this week's episode. We yeah, should. which um, we recorded before I decided to sign up to the gym. So <laughs> in it we're talking yeah. about getting back to exercise and things. So... From this chat, that's what made me do it. It inspired you. It did. It really did. Let's get into our awesome chat. Bye. Bye. We're super excited to introduce you to our guest today, Han Romano. Han is a qualified personal trainer with over 15 years experience. She has coached coaches, managed gyms, and even ended up training the Crusaders over lockdown. Lucky. Mm. <laughs> um, Han owns and runs an online training program as a mum of two gorgeous boys, Cooper and Jonty, and wife to Luke. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, would you be able to start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, your business, and your family? Yeah, sure. Thank you very much for having me. I'm quite excited, actually. I, it's funny when you do podcasts, you get a bit nervous, don't you? But I don't, I'm not really yeah. sure why. <laughs> Maybe because not in person. But anyway, um, yes. yes. Yep. So I, um, I have two older brothers. Um, we're very close in age, all three of us, in a very close knit family. Um, my parents always played sport. I had fond memories of watching my dad play touch or rugby, or my mum playing, you know, watching netball. And um, yeah, I just. I feel like it's just a typical Kiwi family, you know, you're brought up in a sporting um, environment and that's not really on purpose, it's just how, the, how it rolls. Um, mm. I was highly involved in tennis, um, Steffi Graft, who was ranked number one in the, in the world for like 22, I think it was a long time, it was like 377 weeks that she was number one, um, she won 22 major titles for singles, she was like my ultimate hero. My dad, I think it was actually Santa, or mum and dad anyway, bought me this (laughs) tennis um, ball thing and and I'd hit it and it would automatically come back. And I just remember hitting that ball for, honestly, hours and weeks on end. Um, I was a massive netball fan, uh, Sandra Edge, Bernice Meany, you know, like they were just my my aspirations. And and it's, I think it's also not just about being a sport or idol on the netball court or on the tennis you know court it's about how they hold themselves afterwards as well they were kind yeah. people you know yeah. and um you know they were intelligent they were you know Benice Mini she was powerful you know she was an amazing defender and I remember going to watch all the Silver Fern games and I'd either either my mum dragged me or I dragged her I think it was yeah. a bit of both <laughs> you know and um and we would go there and I'd wait in line and I'd wait for a photo with her and a signature and she was just the most amazing lady. And I think that's kind of what my childhood was, you know, going to watch my sporting heroes and meeting them as well. Um, I, yeah, so highly involved in the sport. I was lucky enough to attend Lincoln University on a netball scholarship. So um, that was awesome. I trained with 
Peter Magson, who is in charge of the sports and conditioning in Lincoln University and highly involved in elite sportsmanship. And um, I learnt a lot of him, I guess, mm-hmm. as an athlete and as a coach as well on different coaching mm-hmm. styles and different ways to do things. And um, yeah, I, I loved my degree, my sport and recreation degree, but I also loved being under like the high-performance athlete as well. Um, I had a really bad car crash when I was second year at uni. And oh, wow. that kind of, I mean, I was never going to be a silver fern, but I was, that kind of really mucked me up. Um, my, I've, never, I've never got my speed back again. I've never been as fast Um I mean that's a whole different story, but the mm. just the main gist of that is I was in hospital for a long a number of weeks and um, I broke my jaw and my cheekbone and other things and oh I couldn't gosh. talk and oh. I mean for a high communicator not being able to speak <laughs> <laughs> was hard work and yeah. anyway so I had to learn I guess the art of listening and I thought always thought I was quite a good listener but. Um, I could hear things, you know, two or three corridors down. Like I was actually listening. And yeah. um, a lot of people in that ward, you know, come and go. And there was two guys. And I never got to see them because my eyes were permanently closed. But they were talking about the coast to coast, how it was the multi-sport world championship, how, you know, heaps of thousands of people enter and only hundreds, you know, finish the, finish the race. And I'm like, this is me, this is me. Mm. Um, so I guess from there, you know, being resilient and, you know, learning how to listen and learning how to be still um, after a horrific accident, but actually taking the learnings from that. So from there yeah. on, I um, did the coast to coast three times, so three seasons in a row. Um, wow. Zero, zero to no social life because it really takes over your, uh, yeah. your summers. Um, for those that don't know, the coast to coast is 243 kilometers of running slash walking, um, kayaking over amazing rapids down the Waimakariri River and cycling down um, some amazing roads that you never think you'd bike um, over because it's because it's, it's it's a big hills and it's wild terrain. But um, yeah, and I really enjoyed something different. I've always played tennis. I've always played netball or water polo and a team environment is me, you know, I get energy off other people and um, doing something alone was quite different. Um, I enjoyed the training. I had really awesome people to train with um, and, you know, you'd be on your bike for hours on end and you'd solve all the world problems. And um, I guess that's, you know, that's what I really enjoyed. Um, Was that mentally quite, quite challenging, like switching from a a team sport to then a solo thing like that I definitely felt like I was talking to myself a lot more like going slightly crazy was probably more (laughs) to it um I remember I think it was the second year I did it I did it as an individual and I felt like there was a dog running beside the YMAC with me like I was getting I wasn't hallucinating but (laughs) I was quite tired and I'm like talking to this dog and I'm thinking snap out of it Hannah there's no dog like you're in the middle of nowhere (laughs) oh my gosh you do have to pep talk yourself up a lot um you know like you're doing I called my boat Jimmy and I was like Jimmy you're doing so well you know I called my bike Max and I was like Mad Max we're going up this hill 
you know like you just have to kind of entertain yourself as wild as that sounds you just have to entertain yourself because you can get in a negative mindset when you know you fall out of your kayak or you have to stop on your bike and and then I guess you know your kilometers decrease and your pace decreases and then you don't enjoy it so you have to kind of you know keep it a bit upbeat you know me versus me kind of thing so um (laughs) yeah which was fun I guess and I met my husband um I don't even know I think it was like 11 or 12 years ago a long time ago and (laughs) um yeah yeah uh yes I do and um (laughs) yeah he was awesome I ended up training him for a bit he told me that he wanted to get fit and strong and play rugby for I don't know Canterbury or something um he was very slim compared to what he is now, and um, yeah, we would train together and talk about what, talk about weights and protein, and you know, and um, from there, I guess we just had a bit of a you know relationship based on fitness, and um, then yeah, we kind of built it on from that. We used to go running together, and you know. We are so competitive, we should not be allowed to do anything together. I have to be in front of him. He tries to be in front of me. You know, we play squash, I lose, I make him walk home. Like, we're just two highly competitive people. But, um, yeah, and then we got married in 2015, and um, yeah, we've got a really good family and um, uh, just, you know, two boys that just run an absolute mark. And but I love the chaos, so I'm all right with it. Um, yeah. Yeah, Do, are those so, two competitive? Do you think it's come through to, to, to oh, the boys? Oh, Cooper, my my uh, four-year-old is highly competitive. Uh, he's like, Mum, did I win? And I'm like, oh, mate, we're just having breakfast. Oh, but did I win? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right, all right, you won, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> John T, my soon-to-be three-year-old, looks at me like, what is wrong with him? Like, we're just having <laughs> breakfast. But, yeah, he... um. <laughs> He he tries to win, and my brother, my middle brother, um, what do I say to me? If you're not first, you're last, and that like right. um, that is. I mean, you can't say that now in an unPC world, but that's how <laughs> I grew up. You know, if you're not first, yeah. last. And I remember playing netball, and we um, we lost um, nationals one year. I think I was like maybe under 15s, and he just shook his head, and he's like, I used to get called Billy, so sports Billy, and they're like Billy. You came last. I'm like, mm, I think Aww. we just came second. He's like, yeah. mm. you know. So that's kind of <laughs> highly. It's ingrained in me. So um, I hopefully Cooper and Jonty aren't as competitive as me. But um, yeah, <laughs> we've just got a got a wee tribe, and it's um it's real cool. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. I love my um, my family and my mum and dad and my two brothers. We're still as close as ever. You know, like it's awesome to. Um, see their family grow up and my family yeah. grow up and we're kind of like a one like not one big family but we do talk a lot and we do see each other a lot and we just have a lot of banter and laughs and yeah it's really cool oh, it's that so sounds special. so nice yeah so we see that Luke is up in Auckland playing rugby at the moment how has that been for your family Oh, rugby life is is hard to manage um, whether you're in it or not. Um, this is Luke's eleventh season in Super Rugby, wow. and um, yeah, it's it's all right. It doesn't really um, I mean like Zoom, FaceTime. Like we are on technology a lot um, with the mm. boys reading the books every night and sending oh, videos. Nice. And um, yeah, we don't 
like don't speak not speak for days or anything so yeah, um, yeah it's it's it, it works for us right now um unfortunately he is based in Auckland but that's just what we have to do he wanted to play yeah, rugby yeah. and yeah. couldn't do it here in Canterbury so off we went so and I'm 100% back him I think he's doing amazingly and um I'm his number one fan so wherever he goes oh, I'll nice. just cheer him on so obviously yeah yeah you're looking after the two boys and you have your own business how on earth do you find the time to exercise yourself oh my goodness the amount of questions I get on that on social media blows my mind um, <laughs> oh really <laughs> she's a busy old gig yeah. <laughs> she's a busy old gig um my number one priority at the moment is my two boys um mm, I feel yeah. like I am the mum and the dad in person obviously I'm not the dad mm. but um and I I will give all my time and all my effort and all my energy and make the best snacks I can every single day for them um oh. they are they are you know like my first priority um yeah. from there I guess with exercise as anything, I've already got a habit in place. I already know Monday I do strength, Tuesday I go for a run with the boys, you know, like Wednesday I do a hit workout at 5 a in the morning or at 5.30, you know, so I've already got that routine in place, so to speak. So um, fitness for me is my me time, you know. I mean, yeah. I'd love to have a massage every day or, you know, love to have a facial, <laughs> but that's, you know... <laughs> Um, that's kind of like every six to eight kind of weeks kind of gig, but I, I have to exercise for my mental health. I have to exercise for my physical benefits. Um, you know, like I've got a few pair of jeans that by golly, I want to fit into in a few, you know, within this year and I will get there. Um, you know, so there is no just... better motivator, is there? Than oh, an old pair I know. Of jeans. I know. <laughs> and and you see them every time you walk into your walk-in wardrobe. I'm like, yeah, I know you're still there. You know, I've hung <laughs> them up right there. You know, so you walk in. I'm like, oh, yep, yeah, no, yeah, we're there. Um, yeah. So look, there's not enough time in the day for everything, but work-wise, I set myself one to two tasks a day. Um, and what and whatever that task is, big or small, I don't overcomplicate it and don't make it unrealistic. You know, like yeah. my Friday goal was to to reply from emails. Now that from someone else <laughs> sitting in an office all day would laugh at me, but you know that takes <laughs> forty five fifty minutes, and I've cleared it, and that yeah. was my job um, for that yeah. day. Uh, just at at the point of time of Luke being away and whatnot, I. Yeah, I'm slim on time, so I have to prioritise yeah. what, what I need to do for that day and make sure that I get it done. Yeah, that's so good. And I think you're right. Like, if it's a habit or, you know, if you just prioritise it, then there is the time for it. Mm. You know, I need to do that. Well, so do I, God. Mm. It's so easy to make excuses, but once you're in the habit of it, if you don't work out, you're like, this is weird, I'm missing something mm. today. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, need to get back into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully after this chat, we'll be more motivated. Where Marley and I are both like kind of six, seven months postpartum. So just like take it slow. Really get back. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, but what would you say the benefits of working out is like just in pregnancy, postpartum, and then just in general? 
oh, by golly, where to start? <laughs> um, it improves your mood, it boosts your energy, um, it combats health conditions, uh, you know, diseases, a heart attack, stroke. The less fat around your heart, the less likely you're going to have a heart attack, you know, so it's just... It can be a bit social, you know, catching up with friends. You can, um, you know, go for a walk together and make it a social outing, but also, you know, you've walked five kilometres, you know, yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, you can create lean muscle mass, you can lose body fat, and then in turn you can create confidence. I do feel like if you are your best self, like I said, with those jeans, you put those jeans on and you're like, I always tell my sons when they look in the mirror, they say, hey, good looking, what's cooking? And oh, I mean, <laughs> that's great. I don't know why I do those kind of silly things. But, you know, I feel like if you have confidence in what you're wearing and what you look like and how you feel, then mm. exercise, it's its not just, I think a lot of people think that exercise is just you sweat and you puff so hard and it's like, oh, I can't do it again tomorrow because that was way too hard. And then it's done yeah, for another yeah. couple of weeks and then it's a month and you're like, holy hecker four weeks, I've done nothing, I feel terrible again, and then that whole cycle starts again, you know. Um, And if you exercise, you do drink a bit more water, you do eat, you know, your five plus a day, your greens, you do, um, it does sharpen your memory, you know, you do have a bit more brain function, it lowers your blood pressure, it improves your heart health, it reduces your feelings of, I guess, I mean, anxiety and depression I know those are two very difficult words you know because there's a whole different scale of being depressed and feeling sad but you do um it does pick up your mood you know I can guarantee you that like this morning I was feeling a bit oh you know there's COVID at preschool um where my kids have been and I'm like (gasps) you know you take a deep breath and you're like okay you know and then I uh, Gave the kids some snacks. Mum's going into the shed. Here's the sandpit. If you need me, come knock on the door or come in. You know, and I did an 18-minute workout. I walked out feeling a lot less anxious and a lot less stressed. And I guess I could be, my head could be a bit more clearer um, Mm. towards, you know, how we're going to tackle the day and not go to preschool and, okay, change of plans. Let's be more flexible. Let's move the cows and do some tractor work, you know. So, um yeah, and I think, like I said before, exercise isn't just about the sweat and that perception needs to be changed um, mm. because, you know, especially for women postpartumly, you know, you've got a baby that's either got colic or never bloody sleeps or, you know, and, <laughs> you know, we've all been there before, haven't we? And it's yeah. um, either if it's yeah. for one hour or one week or one month, you know, and if you go for a walk you come back a lot more clearer and I just, um, I really, I really recommend it. Yeah. And do you know what? It's actually really nice to hear you say that it's okay to want to exercise to lose weight because I feel like there's so much at the moment that's like, no, I just exercise for my mental health health. And while that's great. And like, I know postpartum, you do want to lose a little bit of weight. Well, I do. And it's actually nice to know that that's okay. 100% it is not a crime to want to look your best it is not a crime for your wedding day to be the best you've ever been to be banging walking down the aisle going yeah this is me (laughs) on my wedding day it's not a crime and 
Oh, that's so. Marley and I are both getting married in November, so that's really yeah. good to hear. So <laughs> bring it us. on, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I um, I just I feel like social media is um, embrace those curves, and and people are like, embrace the curves, but mm. wear jackets on jackets on jackets because you're embarrassed about your curves. It's it's yeah, it's yeah. bizarre. Um, a, a lot of messages um on social media over summer about. Um, how to look good in bikini and I would just mm. cut and paste what I've said from the previous person and be like you take your clothes off you put your bikini on and then you walk towards the water or lie on your yeah. towel and that's all you yeah. gotta do yeah. Mm. yeah you don't have to worry about Love anything it. else um no. yeah I, I just feel like um you know and I am I mean my youngest John to he's about to turn three in May um next month can you believe it oh and, my gosh <laughs> Um, and I still feel like I am in like some sort of postpartum phase, you know, like I like, you know, um, I'm able to talk about exercise and whatnot, but I still feel like I'm not, um, I'm not where I want to be, you know, and I want to fit those two pairs of jeans and I see them and I'm like, you and me are going to be friends in a couple of weeks or months, (laughs) you know, um, and I think that's okay. Like, that's fine to have that as a goal, right? But there's so much now that's like, no, that shouldn't be why you're working out. Mm. I think this whole, like, wellness, it's like the well-being side of fitness is, like, really in at the moment, isn't it? So Yes. Mm, Which is yeah. also amazing. But yeah, it is. But there can be both. Yeah. It's a confusing Absolutely. world we live in. It is. <laughs> it really is. Bloody <laughs> hell. I can't keep up. <laughs> I just want to look great. How yeah. hard is that? <laughs> Oh, so do you have any advice for mums who are wanting to return to exercise postpartum and how can we do this safely? Okay, so first of all, no two women are the same and no two births are the same. And I'm going to say that again so everyone can understand. No two women are the same and no two births are the same. There are... Oh, take a deep breath. There's a lot of advice <laughs> that you can, um, I guess, give or take. And the big thing would be that we're all at different stages of, of healing and recovering. Um, yeah. And whether that's natural births, C-section, all the other options in between, um, and all the other things that can happen in between. Um, wait until you are six weeks postnatal check would be my first thing. Um, yeah. So embrace the newborn puddles, try and sleep as much as you can because sleeping heals the body. Um, Between the zero to six weeks, like, oh no, you just Mm. do nothing. You care for your baby, you eat some good food, um, you cry if you need to cry, you laugh (laughs) if you need to laugh, um, you ring your girlfriends and go, what the dickens am I doing? And (laughs) you just enjoy the the six-week period. Um, Listen to your body. Don't add pressure on yourself, I think, would be another thing. And once again, you know, like your journey is different from my journey. It's different from your next door neighbor's journey. So we're not comparing, um, hey, you know, my neighbor's running at seven weeks postpartum. Is this what I should be doing? That's a no, you know, and don't even be bothered thinking about that. Um, Find yourself a woman's physio would be um, probably mm. a number one thing to do. And and don't just do it after you've had your baby. You do that yeah. during your pregnant. Um, you learn a lot about 
um, pelvic floor exercises and you know how to get out of bed properly and how to get off the floor safely and how to sleep safely um I remember being pregnant and I was like 33 weeks. I'm like, do I lie on my back? Do I lie on my side? Is it on my front? Is it on my side? You know, like, yeah. just, you know, your mind is like everywhere. So, um, yeah, your obstetrician and your midwife is a really good thing as well. But um, I went to Freedom Health in Christchurch. Um, Kath and her team there, are, I can hand on heart say the bee's knees and more. Oh, um, yeah, I went I, there too. You did too, Catherine, didn't you? Yes. Oh, yeah. they were so amazing. Good. I just, I think that's like the best gift you can give anyone that's just had a baby is like book yeah. them into it, book them into the physio. <laughs> it's so true. And I often feel like, um, you know, oh, it'll be right. You know, mm. I'll, I'll be okay. I'll just, I've done my pelvic floor exercises, but you need an internal, you need to know what's going yeah. on. You know, you yeah. need yeah. to, um, yeah. as weirdly as that sounds, because I never knew about internals until I had a child, but you need to know what's going on and ab separation, you know, go to a specialist, yeah. go to, um, you know, a woman's, a woman's physio, not your physio that checks your shoulder, you know, like a yeah. woman's physio <laughs> that can that knows exactly what they're doing, who have specialised in it, who have got years on years on years of experience and wealth of knowledge and expertise um, because wow. you've only got one chance of postpartum yeah. and if you do it incorrectly, you're no good <laughs> for any and only future. only one vagina. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. I remember Di, my midwife, saying, she was like, you might feel fine now, but if you don't do your postpartum correctly now, in 5, 10, 15 years' time, that's when it will really start affecting Mm. you. Mm. 100%. And I often feel lots of my friends... who have cesareans go, oh, Hannah, but they just like slice me, so I'll be fine. I'm like, you oh. were pregnant. Like, just yes. because you can't, you know, you were still pregnant, doesn't matter if it's a natural birth or not, you still have to do your pelvic floors. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you think I'm kidding? Like, I'm, I look at them and tell them, they laugh at me and they're like, I can't take you seriously. I'm like, no, no, this this is serious. And mm. I often feel like as well um, with a cesarean is, um, you know, you have knee surgery and your knee goes in a brace and you have your leg up for six to eight weeks and then you can maybe move it, you know, maybe walk yeah. the toilet, but only once a day, you know. We have a cesarean. Yeah. We cut down multiple layers of our abdominal muscles and obliques and it's one of the biggest body functions operations surgeries out there and we are then picking up our baby feeding our baby you know changing the nappies moving around making cups of tea you know making lunch and because we can't see the scar or look at it you know from out of clothes you think you're fine you think you're okay and you know you have to take care you have to slow down you have to just listen to your body and um I you know I for one after we lost our first child I just ran and I Mm. and I ran and I ran and I ran and I mean that was my mechanism to cope with grief but also my but also later on (laughs) like I had to stop running for a good four or five months because I'd absolutely hammered you know um my oh just a lot you know so um I can speak 
I can speak and say you do you do need to slow down and you do need to take mm. time and you do need to go see a woman's physio because it is so important to do and it's so important to I guess learn what your body can do but learn but learn restrictions on what you're supposed to be doing as well yeah yeah great advice love it really good advice so when we think of um han romano the quote never miss a monday (laughs) pops up into our minds can you tell us what this means to you oh she's a powerful statement isn't it um It means, there's so many things it means, but it means you are um, in control of the start of your week. It means that you've got fresh start. It means you've got new intentions. It means forget all that wine or beer or chips and dip or lamingtons you had in the weekend and just start fresh. I often feel like um, whenever I'm talking to my clients, it's hard to get them motivated because they're like, oh, it's just so hard, you know, like, Every Monday for me is a fresh start. Um, yeah. You know, like it just starts you off with the week and, you, and you're kind of motivated. You know, I woke up this morning yeah. with the wee skip in my step going, hello, <laughs> Monday, here we go. <laughs> um, you know, it's just a nice time to get you re-motivated every week if you lost your touch. Um, and if you exercise on a Monday, you know, you're going to once again drink a bit more water. You know, you're going to be encouraged to have that apple for morning tea and not some hot mm. chips because I feel like some people think, why exercise and then why eat saturated fat food? You know, so mm. um, it just gets you moving and it just gets you... Um, I guess, oh, I just love it, but it just gets you motivated and ready to go and it, and it sets you up for the week and it, you know, I always say to everyone that you've got to fall in love with the process um, yeah. because there is, there is no finish line. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not here for one Monday and going, boom, I did it, I'm going to be fit. You know, yeah. every, it's every Monday we're here and we're ready to rock and roll and, um, you know, and if we don't exercise on Monday because, you know, life, something comes up or, you know, um, preschool, you know, your preschool's got COVID and you can't go or, <laughs> you know, you've, there's always tomorrow, um, yeah. you know, and there's always Tuesday and, you know, don't beat yourself up or you think, oh, I miss a Monday. I can't work out for six more days. I've got to wait till the next Monday, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's just, an, you know, um, you've got to keep your body moving, you know couple of days a week and whether you do or don't miss a Monday it's um it's a nice it's refreshing to start your week with the skip you know a skip and your jump it's a refreshing to start your week with forgetting about um you know I think a lot of people beat themselves up on foods that they consume over the weekend or Mm. you know you had a few too many drinks and then you had a Powerade and then you had you know takeaways and oh I don't usually do that you know so and don't yeah. beat yourself up about uh, about that because oh man alive people always um, have negative thoughts about themselves and yeah. um, so for me Monday is you know you get that thought you flick it out of your head and you start fresh and um, and I absolutely love it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a good love way it. to look at it yeah it really is That's yeah great. um if someone it's wanting to like kickstart their health journey, start exercising, eating better, things like that. What would your top tips be? Oh, well, I tried to in my head narrow it down to 10, but I think I'm going to be way over that. But I think, <laughs> you know, 
setting some realistic goals is yeah. the first point of call. Um, I often feel like people expect results tomorrow, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like, whoa, hold that horse down, you know, like we're, we're not, that's not a, what we're about. Um, be consistent um, would be another thing. I always tell my clients that if you're consistent and you're committed, that will equal change. You know, yeah. so if you consistently work out two or three times a week, if you're committed to do that every week for six to eight weeks, then your body will change. You know, mm. you'll you will create that lean muscle mass, you will you will burn that body fat and you will become I guess a healthier and better version of yourself. Um, creating a routine, print out your, you know, the calendar of the month and, and write down each week, you know, every Sunday you sit down. This is exactly what I do. Um, mm. Every Sunday, I mean, I write the dinners for the week because I hate thinking at five o'clock what I'm going to have for tea at six. It, it really grinds my will. So I do that Sunday for the whole week and um, and I also do my exercise. And yeah. I write, you know, Monday, 9.30, locked in. So I'm writing yeah. what I'm doing, but also the time as well because I feel like I'm committing to myself on the whiteboard or the calendar on the fridge um, and going, right, Hannah, you said the other day you were doing this. And it's funny when my husband um, is home, he always checks it and he's like, oh, did you do your workout today? You're supposed to be at <laughs> oh. ten, and it's you know, and it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. So he also keeps me on my toes, and I like that. Yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah. So creating that routine, and it's I tell you what, when you tick off that workout, there's a sensitive of achievement that you just go, oh, I'm so proud of you. You oh, know, yeah. um, you've had yeah. a, you've and had a terrible like, day, or yeah, I was gonna say in mum life, like you just need little mm. things like that to feel like you've accomplished something in your day. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it keeps you, it keeps you accountable to yourself. And, mm. you know, um, last week, I don't know, my kids were like, Oh, I don't even know. Not, they were just not quite themselves. They were, you know how kids are. I'm like, it's just a phase. Yeah. It's just a phase. It's just a phase. But, um, <laughs> they were, um, a bit erratic on, you know, some days and, I was like, oh, I've got to exercise today. And I just gave myself a pat on the back. And I was like, Hannah, I'm so proud of you for doing that. You know, like you could have had all the excuses under the sun. You had a headache. You were tired. You're exhausted from just, you know, just being a mum and a dad. And mm. and then you still do it. And I think that, mm. like you say, you know, even just being a mum and looking after your kids is a sense of achievement for that day. But doing something for yourself, you make, yeah. you're, you're prouder of yourself. There's nothing quite yeah. like going hot dang girl well done you know yeah. so um also I think it, it keeps you motivated you know um start slow you know and build up slowly I know how postpartum it's like boring work you know you're doing real boring lunges and you know and squats and trying to get heart yeah. rate not too high and going slowly because you know you don't want to twist too fast but Starting slow and building slowly is is key. Um, listen to your body. Keep it really simple. Have um, variety in workouts. You know, I think we often feel like we need to do a hit workout every single day because that's going to get us sweaty and lose body fat, and then we're going to look real good. But actually, you know, like variety in workouts is key. You know, so doing your strength training, especially postpartum, is absolute key for those strength, like those muscles and those joints, those ligaments. Um, but as well as doing some yoga and Pilates, low impact. 
I mean, I don't know about you, but yoga and Pilates is hard work. Like, I sweat. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. Also, like, my body does not move in that direction half the time, so it's hard. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I look at the screen, I'm like, you want me to do what? Yeah. You want me to put my leg where? <laughs> like, it's really, you know, so, um, yeah, just, just taking the time to go slowly and having that variety and, and once again, as everyone says, listen to your body, but actually do. Actually yeah. listen to your body. Actually go, hey, I got a sore back today. I feel like I was breastfeeding for hours on end. I think I might just stretch today. You mm, know, yeah. um, I feel like, especially females, we're so bad at being busy. And we're mm. so bad at, you know, going, oh, I'm, I'm busy, but I'll just do a 10-minute hip workout when that's the worst thing for your body to do. So, yeah, taking yeah. it slowly and, and, and absolutely listen to your body and don't just say, oh, I'm tired, I'll do a workout. Like, listen to it. Yeah, great tips. So we like to finish our episodes with a question for our guests. And our question for you today is, what is your top piece of mum or parenting advice? Oh, my days. No one has ever <laughs> asked me for advice. <laughs> um, look, find perspective. Enjoy um, each phase of your kids because it does go fast. Um, and don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. That's so good. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Really yeah. Even though that's, that's really simple. No, simple is good. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, those things are like really important. Yeah, we sometimes lose perspective. You know, I told my kids the other day that we're so lucky to have a house over our head, to have food mm. on our table. We're so lucky to enjoy each other's company. And and now every time we have morning tea, my four-year-old Cooper, oh, mum, we're so lucky, aren't we? I'm like, oh, oh you're taking it way too far. But, you know, <laughs> as cute. kids do. But, yeah. you know, we need you need to... You know, fine perspective. I, I am very lucky and very grateful to have what I have. And, um, you know, with the world out there and the craziness, I think mm. food on our table and happiness and, is, is wealth at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, mm. I agree. That's yeah. amazing. Thank you so much, Hannah. We've learned yeah, so much you. from you and you've really motivated us. So yes. just oh, what we good. needed. Get moving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. We so appreciate you taking the time to chat to us today. So thank you. You are very welcome. Thanks so much for listening to that episode with Han Romano. We hope that you guys got something out of it. If you enjoyed that episode, we'd love it if you could subscribe wherever you listen. And you could also check us out on Instagram at parentpod.nz. We have some really great giveaways with the sleep store running at the moment. Um, But we're actually doing one a little bit different for this week. So my mum is a really great knitter. I'm just going to... Amazing. (laughs) So talented. She is. And she always knits for all of my friends that have babies. Um, She just absolutely loves it. So she has very kindly knitted us a wee baby blanket um, to give away this week. Oh, so sweet. So nice. Your mum is is incredible. The things that she knits are so beautiful. We've actually got... um, a, we've got one of her blankets with us here, so it's well travelled. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's become like a cuddly type comforter thing. 
Oh, Cute. that's so nice. Yeah, she's amazing. You can't beat wool, and like when you have no. a newborn, we I would always put one of her blankets in the cot or like in the bassinet, and then we'd always always have one in the pram as well. Um, or yeah, like the capsule if you're going so out. So good. Yep. Yeah. I actually keep um the one she knitted me for Mila like permanently in my car for like if Layla gets cold or if Mila gets cold and then uh, they can snuggle oh, up to nice. it. Yeah. yeah. So cute. And so she cute. does loads of knitting like of little hats for babies at the hospital, doesn't she? Yeah, she has. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. she loves doing like, amazing. Cardies and um yeah, so we thought that heading into winter, this would be a really good time for someone to yes. win that. So, um, yeah, keep yeah. on our Instagram over the week, and that will be on there at some point. So thanks, Mum. Such started, a special like, giveaway. She's our number one fan of the podcast, too. Oh, so. she is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a great week.